0: How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Corey Bosmer, host of Conversations with Corey, and the person that runs the social media football page on <laughs> Facebook and Twitter, known as Football for Kentucky DBA. Today's guest is Aiden Robbins, running back for BYU. How you doing today, Aiden? I'm doing good. How you doing, Corey? Doing good. Thank you for asking. So I want to ask what led to your decision to transfer from Louisville and what led to your decision to transfer to BYU? So I guess, in a sense, a two-part question. First
1: and foremost, I mean, God doesn't make any mistakes. I wouldn't change anything about my journey. Literally, I wouldn't change. Anything anything uh everything I've been through up until this point has shaped me into the person I am today and the football player and the reason I play the way I do um my initial transfer from Louisville was just kind of kind of due to you know my lack of fit like I wasn't really a schematic fit for what they're looking for you know he doesn't really have a Scott Satterfield doesn't really have a history of using you know bigger backs and um but I mean he, he had a great staff you know he's a great coach um, you know all props to them and I wish Louisville nothing but best and I'm still a Louisville fan to this day I'll always yeah. be a fan but um, it just wasn't a schematic fit for me man And you know I just didn't want to continue to waste away my career and and you know I just uh, knew that I could perform better elsewhere and in, in someone's system that you know recruited me like actually recruited me and, and you know someone that someone that uh, had my best interests at heart. So you're saying BYU was one of the original schools
0: that recruited you besides Louisville? Oh yeah yeah
1: yeah BYU Um, so you know I, originally I was committed to Bobby Petrino in the uh, summer of 2018, I believe. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, they didn't have the best season that year. So, um, you know, he was let go from the University of Louisville football program. And so uh, my recruitment, I mean, I was still committed to Louisville, but my recruitment was kind of open at that point. You know, a, a plethora of schools. I had already had, you know, 23-plus offers. and But, you know, a yeah. plethora of schools knew, a, knew the situation and um, started taking interest in me. And BYU was one of those schools. And really that was my first time, you know, hearing a BYU. Being from Kentucky, you know, you, you ain't never heard of BYU. Really man.
0: don't, typically.
1: Yeah, but um, so I was kind of interested in what they had going. They're kind of like a silent RBU where you look at their track record, and a lot of people really don't know this, but BYU has had a lot of uh, has a has a really good football history, greats. I mean you look at Todd Deppner, Steve Young, Zach Wilson, you know, he was one of my hosts when I came in high school.
0: Jim McMahon from yeah, the Jim McMahon,
1: Lynch. Bobby Bosco, like there's there's so many guys that have come through here and, and paved way, Jamal Williams, Tyler Algier, yeah. guys that are still making noise in the NFL right now, Fred Warner. Like, um, and you, a lot of people don't even notice they went to BYU. You know, that kind of opened my eyes and, you know, allowed me to step outside my comfort zone a little bit. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go visit BYU. And, you know, honestly, I was blown away. Initially, as a high school kid, I, I truly was blown away. Coming to BYU, you know, I've never been to Utah. Just seeing, just seeing God's country, man. Seeing all the beautiful mountains, the snow caps you know the people here are are crazy nice like it's it's honestly insane and um you know they love BYU man they live and die for BYU here and um you know it was cool but you know my heart was at home at the time I was 17 years old you know I was like man this I've been wanting to play for Louisville since I was a little kid and even though Scott Satterfield didn't necessarily recruit me along the way um you know he he uh called me and you know said that they want to honor my scholarship give me up for official visit you know this and that so you know that was really intriguing for me as a hometown kid and uh you know 17 year old you're gonna make 17 year old decisions you know i stuck with my heart and you know decided to stay home
0: yeah uh, a, a few things i want to say to the stuff that you just said mm-hmm. um you said comfort zone sometimes the best comfort is discomfort mm-hmm. secondly um when a coach leaves and a new coach comes in, a lot of people don't know this, but that coach absolutely does not have to honor that scholarship at all. He, he people, doesn't now people right hey. people may frown upon when a when a new incoming coach doesn't honor a scholarship, but they don't have to.
1: No, no, right
0: that, Now with that being said, totally wrong if you don't. So for Scott and that aspect to do that bodes on his character. Yeah, um, yeah. you, you kind of hinted to it, but you said it the best way possible. Uh, A lot of people that were in the city said he had a history of misusing or lack of use of uh, the position that you play. Now you say the best thing that could happen to you is what you did. Where do you see yourself? You say you got two years left of eligibility. Do you want to play two years or is it one, one and then try for the league? I mean,
1: truly I want to play one man. You know, I want to play one and and go ahead and, and follow my dreams, but you know, um you know if the good lord has two years wants me to do two more then that's what i'm about to do but you know i'm i'm definitely pushing for one
0: more year for sure now i will say this: a lot of people reason why for folks like yourself risk injury draft status stock you know at the end of the day you put yourself at risk for anything everyday walk of life so yeah. to me when people say that it's kind of really not that believable because you could literally hurt yourself at any given moment of the day no matter what it is exactly um what have you liked to most about BYU.
1: Well, I mean, aside from me already kind of knowing what to what to expect
0: coming in here,
1: I had a great relationship with the coaches, Coach Sataki, Coach Harvey Onga, even coach, even Coach AJ Stewart, who's a running back coach at Baylor now, he's been kind of a mentor to me um over the past few years. And you know, Harvey, we've had that relationship even since I was at Louisville, you know, they were still checking that, but that shows the character that they have here at BYU. Right. even when I decided not to go to that school, they were still checking on me as a person, just seeing how I was doing Doing, how everything's going along, man. And that's how you end up in, that's how you end up in places like this, that's how you end up in a situation like this. And aside from that, I, mean, I really like what they do offensively. You know, Coach A. Rod here um is, is a really good offensive coach. Um, but prior to him was Coach Grimes, who's at Baylor too now. And he was, you know, he was really good. And um, you know, BYU is historically has one of the best offensive lines, and statistically, they currently have one of the best offensive lines, and um,
0: that was really intriguing for me as well. They always have running back success so that's another thing (laughs) right right so you're talking about the success of the line how important to you not only for being a running back, but how important, in your mind's perspective, is the line in general for a team?
1: The line, the line is the heart and soul of a of a football team. I'm not even going to say they
0: get off. They they, often. they they often get overlooked, man. Yeah, they
1: you you can't you can't get a pass off without the line. You can't hand the ball off without the line. You right. my success is based upon their success. Yeah, my success makes them. I, I make them look good. They make me look good. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a right, a yeah. two way street, and so <clears throat> yeah, man. That's they're the heart and the soul of the team. Nothing goes without them. So yeah, that's
0: that's definitely a huge a huge thing for me, especially being a running back. Definitely, definitely. So, so I want to I want to get back to Louisville just for a little bit before we t- touch on a few more topics. Looking back, you spent what was it a year or two years there? Oh, I spent three seasons at Louisville. I only thought it was two, but looking back, <laughs> your time there and your time as a as a fan growing up, what's your thoughts where the program was at and where it's going with the hiring of Jeff Brown
1: um truly I think that's a great hire um you know Jeff Brown recruited me in high school as well uh when he was at Purdue um him bringing his staff you know coach Barclay yeah, those are all good guys man they're hometown dudes so they really they really know what it's like <clears throat> to be to to be a fan of the Louisville Cardinals and to be a Louisville Cardinal. You know, they know what it means to play Kentucky year in and year out. It's not another game. It's, a, you know, it's, it's like playing with your life on the line. No, it's it's definitely a great hire. <clears throat> and uh, with the pieces that Louisville has, I think that, you know, with the speed and elusiveness that we have at, at a lot of the skill positions, I think that they'll definitely fit right into what Jeff Brown does offensively. Honestly, I think the program is going to be, gonna be um, going places here there next couple years. Right. So, I noticed you got a little something uh, covering your hand. Well, what's that all about, man? <laughs> I had some uh, wrist surgery. I made a public announcement about it. Um, yeah, I had wrist surgery in January. This was something I played all last season with, and I really wasn't oh. aware, yeah, that it was that bad. Um, so, then I came to BYU, and, you know, they do their physicals and everything, and they asked <laughs> me if in of them hurt. So, I told them my wrist, you know, my wrist kind of bothers me, but I didn't really know nothing about it for real. So, I get it checked out, and the docs like yeah, man, like, should probably get this fixed. So, you know, I just made a business decision and just, you know, just yeah. got to fit. I'm good, man. I'm on a road to recovery. Uh, we start Spring Ball on Monday, about to get this cast off, so, you know, I'm ready to roll.
0: Like, How do, how do you feel you've been used in the BYU system?
1: Um, honestly, Spring Ball about to start. You know, we've, we've been doing, like, kind of some practices and stuff, and it's been good to, to Matt, like, I'm beginning to master the playbook and just kind of learn the plays and everything, so I'm taking it day by day. Definitely, definitely feel I can be every down back here to be used in the passing and the run game. Um, and that's kind of why I decided to come back to college for another year, just to be able to show scouts everyone that, that you know, I'm more than just, and I'm not, I wouldn't even categorize myself as a power back, because that's not what I am. But just to be able to show people that I can be an all-around back, that I can do everything, catch out the backfield, um, I can run wide zone, I can run mid zone, brand right inside zone, being able to block, you know, just clean up some uh, some things, because really, I mean, last year was my first year, like, really playing. Like. And so now I have some experience my
0: belt, just being able to clean up those and fine-tune my game. So, I want to touch base with you on your high school days. What was high school like for you?
1: Uh, high school was good, man. I uh, went to the best school <laughs> in the state, top 30 uh, academically, nationally, at DuPont Manual. So, you know, I was brought in by Coach Oliver Lucas, who I still have a great relationship with today. And uh, then Scott Carmody took over my sophomore year. And uh, we, we, all, we always had a good team, man. We always had a great team. We just couldn't get over the hump. You know, beating the St. X's and the males, man, like cause male and saying that's are really good when I was in school. But no, we always had a solid, we always had a solid team. Man. Speaking of Manuel,
0: um, they got a pretty formidable man at the uh as the head coach. You know, I'm a real uh yeah,
1: Coach Stoner. Cole
0: Stoner. I'm, I'm very, I'm very fond of that man, and I'm very, uh, I like very well what he, what, what he does. I, I feel like Manuel is, uh, is in good hands. You know, a lot of people often forget that uh Stoner is a Manuel guy. So with that being said, I, I come back to the Louisville thing, sometimes in situations with the program a lie manual and a lie Louisville, you just need a guy that's from within. You just need a guy that knows. 100%. Yeah, man, Coast Owner... <clears throat>
1: You know, I think he graduated in, what, like, 2001, 2002. I know he went there with um, Keenan Burton. And so, yeah, I'm really tapped in with them. His Keenan Burton's father was one of my mentors while I was at Mayo. And, um, yeah, Coach Stoner was the D.C. while I was there, uh, while Coach Carney was the head coach. Yeah, man, he, he's he's giving me some knowledge. And he's definitely he's going to take that program further than it's ever been, in my opinion. You know, I could see them boys coming and winning a
0: state championship here soon. So I'm,
1: I'm really excited. I've been keeping up with them. So I'm excited, man.
0: Honestly, man, it's actually hard not to keep. Up with them.
1: We always got some dudes, man. DuPont. DuPont's always got some guys. We always going to put somebody out every Definitely time.
0: Out, for sure. Speaking of uh, DuPont, one more thing before we get a couple more things. Uh Their running back, Washburn. I don't know if you've been able to see some of the stuff that he did this year at Manuel. I think he had over, well, was it 12 to 15 touchdowns on the ground? Maybe more? Yeah. Some,
1: something gets like that. It's a
0: sure the stats but you know, i have been keeping up man because
1: in literally all the history i've known about man mangles always had a good running back i mean when i was you know looking at mango my nero was that running back when i was younger they had this guy named flea he was that running back the Montreal war he was that running back and they had dyson roman the after me it was dear robinson and Jawan northington and then um now they got the uh the washburn kid and i'm not i'm not necessarily sure how old he is now I see coach lipsy who's the running back coach Emmanuel, He you know, he'll keep me in the loop and tell me how, how things are going down there, man. So I'm I'm happy to see the success they've had. It was really unfortunate how their season ended. Uh, I think they were, what were they playing? Bulleties or something like that. Cause I yep. don't think they ended the though. So yeah they ended
0: up winning at all. Yeah,
1: facts, man. So I mean next year, you know, I like that they're getting some linemen in there. You know, a lot of those guys when I was playing were freshmen, it's been like a, a gradual increase in in um the productivity up front.
0: So uh you know I'm I'm glad to See a lot of those guys are growing up, man,
1: and they're about to—they about to have a whip
0: down there for real. Definitely, definitely. A lot of kids from uh, where we, where I live, and where we're both from, tend to not visualize within themselves uh, possibilities of playing college ball. So, for the young folks out there, what advice could you give to them about never giving up on what they want to pursue?
1: Chase your dreams.
0: Be persistent. Be consistent. And be relentless.
1: Whatever you put your mind to, you can do it, man. And God will make it work. I promise you, God to make it work? You just gotta stay down, keep your head down. Don't stop working. Don't listen, people. I've been doubting my whole life. People, there's been so many people telling me that I'll never play running back at at this level. Now look at me. I'm playing running back in the Big Twelve. Like played in the ACC. I played in the Mountain West. Now I'm playing the Big Twelve. I remember they told me I, think I was in sixth grade. They told me at the Future Stars tryout to go play tight end, and that's when I was like, okay. So that's how y'all feel about me. So it's just keep a chip on your shoulder, especially where we from, man. We always gotta have a chip on our shoulder, man. You know. We're always gonna be overlooked. Just being from Louisville, that's just how it is.
0: Yeah, man. Just, just stay persistent, stay consistent, go get it. Definitely. All right. Two more things. If you weren't playing football, what would you be doing?
1: Oh, it's a good question. Uh, hmm. that's tough. <laughs> um, well, I do have a degree. I graduated in two and a half years, so uh, probably right now. I wish. Let's just say football was never a part of my life. I definitely would be working a, a decent job. My my dream job is to work for the NFLPA or to be like. In player social marketing, or maybe work in executive position for the NFLPA. So, you know, to continue to, because all this stuff is new, getting, making, guaranteeing players health care and things like that. Um, really, my whole goal in life is to kind of give back to the game that's gave so much to me, man. Like, and that's why I kind of contradict your question because my dream job is has to do with football. I mean, as much as football's gotten out of me, it's gave a lot to me, man. It's, hey, hold on. Let me,
0: let me stop you there for one second. Yeah. Although it it has to do with football. You're not playing football, so it, it teeters that uh, contradictory yeah. part.
1: Right. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But no, football. Football's given a lot to me. Although it's gotten a lot out of me. It's gotten years of work. I mean, I've been training this for football since I was a kid. I can't even remember, man. Fourth, fourth, fifth grade. Like it's taken a lot out of me, but it's given me a lot. A lot of opportunities to network with with high class people, man, and and meet people, and you know, put myself and develop a platform for myself and develop a brand man so I truly am grateful for this game this game's taking me places I never thought I could go being from Louisville you never think about ending up in Utah I've been to Utah I've been to Hawaii been to California I've been around the country New York just everywhere man
0: so I'm truly grateful for this game is uh, given to me all right so I want to ask this question and I'm going to play the role of somebody with an NFL franchise why would my team want to draft you
1: well your team will want to draft me first and foremost because I'm a great person I'm a great guy in the locker room, Um, you know, aside from football, I'm an intellect. And uh, on the football field, you're going to get one of the hardest workers on the team. And you're going to get someone, you're going to get an all-around running back. Someone who can catch out of the backfield block who can run um, outside, inside, mid-zone, um, who can pretty much do everything. Whatever you ask them, it's going to get
0: done. I like that. So last yeah. question.
1: And a student of the game. Don't forget that. Get
0: that. That's 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 a good thing. When Aiden Robbins' time is said and done on Earth, how does Aiden want to be remembered as a
1: person? It's a good question, man. Um, I just want to be remembered as someone, someone who loved life, who truly loves life, and respectful person never take never took life for granted man uh a grateful person kind person someone 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 who was who was persistent in life who was hardworking, and you know kind of looking for the word man just someone someone who, who never gave up never gave up no matter what it was uh no matter how the outlook was no matter what people were telling them just someone someone who never gave up <clears throat> on what they're chasing
0: Aiden I want to thank you for your time I know you're busy ain't gonna keep you any longer appreciate this opportunity to chat with you hopefully you enjoyed yourself I I look forward to chatting with you again soon, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for the opportunity, man. Take care. Likewise.